Yeah, I wanted to take a minute to finish the the list of fives. So if you could pull out that sheet, the last grouping is five things to do at the end of a sitting. We've touched on some of these, but the first one is recapitulation. It says, what did I do and how did I get there? And so at the end of a sit, you might want to just um, examine, well, what what all did it take for me to sit today? I mean, I, I especially at home, you know, I... What did I do to make it possible to do the thing I really want to do regularly uh, and sometimes don't, but how did it manifest today? And so just kind of review in your mind how you made your life work so you could sit. Um, And then with regard to the sit, uh, you may have had a particularly good sit. And so you you might want to recapitulate or review what what you did at the beginning of the sit to create the circumstances so it was a particularly productive sit. Um, did you use the antidotes during it to address one of the hindrances? Did you stay in access before jumping to this pleasant sensation too soon? Uh, you know, and uh, the... Um, access method seems to be the best one to use that worked in this sit. So whatever, whatever worked well. Now, if you've had a sit the likes of which you hope you never have again, re, you know, review that too. What, what, um, what were the conditions uh, that may have contributed to a not-so-great sit. Uh, you know, you, you sat down right after eating and you had a lot of sloth and torpor or whatever. And so both of those uh, types of review can help. All right, so that's recapitulation, impermanence. It says these high but mundane states are now gone. So the jhanas are mundane states of mind. They're not super mundane, including the Arupa jhanas, the higher four. They're all mundane. They're caused by conditions and they're impermanent. So just remember that. Don't get attached. If you uh, experience uh, the jhanas in a particular sit and you're doing these five things to do at the end of a sit, just kind of make a, make a mental note. These are impermanent, too. And the same for uh, mind states that came that were unpleasant. Sometimes I think that's the hardest thing to remember impermanence about. We have to develop confidence in the impermanence of, of the unpleasant, too. Okay, and then insights. Did I get any, and what were they? Jot your insights down. Um, As we talked earlier, some insights are profound, and you won't need to refer to your written notes to remember them, and others kind of get cataloged back there (laughs) with, you know, old memories, and if you don't write them down, you might forget them. And it's really wonderful to go through an insight journal and read your insights. Okay, and then the fourth is to dedicate the merit from the sitting, perhaps for the liberation of all beings. It really helps to keep your motivation and um, uh, stick-to-itiveness during the sit if if you've dedicated the sit or if you're going to dedicate the sit. Uh, you can pre-dedicate a sit. You can pre-dedicate it to someone in your family who's having a hard time. And that may really spur you on to stay with your meditation object if you uh, pre-dedicate it. So you can do it at the beginning or the end. 
hopefully if you do it at the beginning, you will have stayed with your uh, intention so that at the end you're not saying, oh, geez, Aunt Sally, I'm sorry about that. But you want to do what you can to make it a productive sit. And the end is to resolve to be mindful as I get up and go about my daily activities. Yeah, and so we talked about this uh, a little bit yesterday uh, with regard to the postures, the four postures, or any posture you find your body in. Just be mindful of it. Uh, This is especially helpful as you're shifting between postures, as you're transitioning between postures. Um, So you're sitting and the transition between sitting and standing. And then you're standing, the transition between standing and walking. You're walking, the transition between walking and sitting. So resolve to be mindful as you get up and go about your daily activities. We can really lose our mindfulness quickly in the transition. The way I remember these last five at the end of the sit without... um, having to go find the paper, is R-I-M-M, RIM, R-I-I-M-M, RIM. Recapitulate, uh, these states are impermanent. Did I have any insights? Dedicate the merit and mindfulness. Be mindful as I get up and go along with my daily activities, especially in the transition from sitting to standing and then from standing to walking. Okay, we're on the Satipatthana Sutta. We're in the contemplation on the body. Yesterday we talked about uh, reflection on parts of the body, and the beginning of uh, what I read yesterday uh, as an introduction to what we're going to do today just said, uh, again, monk, monks, uh, a monk reviews this very body from the soles of the feet upward and from the scalp downward, enclosed by the skin and full of manifold impurities. In this body, there are head hairs, body hairs, nails, teeth, skin, etc. These first five, by the way, um, are uh, a standard meditation given to novice monks. In this body, there are head hairs, body hairs, nails, teeth, and skin. So what we're going to do today is a loose approximation of of the teaching um, in that part of the Satipatthana Sutta that we covered yesterday, which is a body scan. I'm going to guide you in a body scan. And it's going to be over the surface of the body. And so uh, the instruction is to look for sensations on the surface of your body. It might be in the form of... uh, touch sensations, it might be in the form of emotional sensations, it might be uh, no sensation at all. Okay, so with touch sensations, it might be itchy or tingly or cool or warm. Emotional sensations, you know, might be something stored in the body that comes up. And no sensations is fine. Zero is a valid number in this exercise. And we're going to put our attention and glide it over every square inch of the body in small uh, doses as we go. So square inch at a time. And we're going to glide the attention over these square inches. So notice whatever is available and move on. Might be a physical sensation, tingly warm, cool, itchy. It might be an emotional uh, sensation. Just notice it and go on. And there might not be any sensation. Notice it and go on. This will be mostly on the surface, but... If we get, you know, going and your tummy starts growling, which is not really on the surface, you can notice that too. But go back to the surface, wherever we are. 
Okay, so just get in a comfortable posture and put your attention on the breath to get started. Now drop your attention from the breath and put your full attention on the top of your head. And examine it for sensation. Slowly slide your attention to the crown of your head, where your hair grows in a circle. And notice any sensation there. And then examine the right side of your head from the imaginary center line down to the hairline at the lower neck. Back to front. One square inch at a time, gliding your attention, looking for sensations. Might be warm or cool. Might be nothing. Do the left side of the head from the center line down to the hairline, back to front, all the way over to where the hairline meets near the ear. Now do the forehead. Examine it for sensation.
Do your right temple. Your right eye, the eyeball, the socket, the lid. Across the bridge of the nose to the left eye, its eyeball, socket, and lid. and the left temple. Go back to the bridge of the nose and slide your attention down the nose to the nostrils. in the area between the nose and the upper lip. The right half of the face from your cheek down to the jawline and around to the ear. Notice in, in your right ear, notice any sensation there. to the left half of the face, from the cheek down to the jawline and around to the ear. Sliding your attention, looking for sensation. 
and your left ear. Put your attention on your lips. Examine your lips for sensation. And inside your mouth. your jaw from the chin to the jaw hinges on both sides. the front of your neck, from the jawline down to the top of the breastbone on both sides. the back of your neck, from the hairline to the shoulders on both sides. shoulder the shoulder joint and the upper arm from the shoulder to the elbow on the right arm, examining it for sensation. Down to the elbow. And now the, the elbow itself. The lower arm on the right side from the elbow to the wrist. 
and now the wrist itself. the back of the hand out to where the fingers join, the right hand. the palm of the hand, just examining it for sensation. Starting with the little finger, examine the fingers around to the thumb, each finger from base to tip. Resting your attention on the tips of the fingers of the right hand. And letting your attention sweep out into the room from the tips of the fingers. And then put your attention over onto the left shoulder. And examine it for sensation. the shoulder joint as well. And then the upper left arm from the shoulder down to the elbow. Examining it for sensation. And then the elbow itself. The lower left arm from the elbow down to the wrist. Noticing any sensation and then moving on. the wrist of the left hand. 
and then the back of the hand out to where the fingers join. the palm, and then starting with the little finger, around to the thumb, each finger from base to tip. resting your attention on the tips of those fingers, letting your attention sweep out into the room and over back on to the right shoulder. And from there, we're going to do the right half of the chest. From the shoulder down to the bottom of the rib, rib cage. from the breastbone around to the side. Now put your attention on the left shoulder and do the left half of the chest. From the left shoulder down to the bottom of the rib cage, from the breastbone around to the side. Now put your attention back over to the right shoulder and we'll do the right half of the back. From the right shoulder down to the bottom of the back of the rib cage. From your spine around to the side. Noticing any sensations and moving on.
Now put your attention back over to the left shoulder. And we'll do the left half of the back. From the shoulder down to the bottom of the ribcage. From the spine around to the side. And the lower back from the bottom of the rib cage to the tailbone on both sides. Sliding your attention, looking for sensation. Now slide your attention from the lower back around the sides to the belly and up to the solar plexus. On both sides. And now from the solar plexus across the belly and include the genitals. And then the right buttocks. the left buttock. Now put your attention on your right hip. Down the right thigh to the knee. Scanning for sensation and moving on. And now the right knee. Down the lower leg from the knee to the right ankle.
the ankle. The top of the foot from the ankle to where the toes join. Noticing the sensation and moving on. The sides of the foot and around to the Achilles tendon. The heel and the sole of the foot out to where the toes join. And now the toes, starting with the big one, around to the little toe, each toe from base to tip. Put your attention on the tips of the toes and let your attention swing right out into the room and over to the left hip. Examine the left hip for sensation. and then down the left thigh to the knee. And then the knee itself. Down the lower left leg from the knee to the ankle. itself. Now the top of the foot from the ankle to where the toes join, examining it for sensation.
both sides of the feet of that foot. around to the Achilles tendon. The heel of the left foot. And the sole of the left foot out to where the toes join. Now starting with the big toe, notice the toes around to the little one, each toe from base to tip. Now put your attention on the tips of the toes, letting your attention sweep out into the room, and then put your attention on the breath. Okay, now I've got a couple questions for you. Did anyone feel nauseated? If so, it's a sign that it's working really well. Uh, When we release something stored in the body, sometimes it can manifest as nausea. But if that happens, it usually only happens once or twice uh, as you uh, do body scans, get it up and out. Anyone not like it? Yeah, I hated it the first time I did it. Just hated it. Uh, it's a sure sign that you need to do it a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, with large areas uh, like the chest, um, you can do it in, uh, in strips up and down, especially if you're not having much sensation. Um, and you can also do spirals around the arms and legs. And with the head, um, I often uh, ask people when I guide a meditation if they can feel the top of their head without touching it. But anyway, with the head, if you can't quite feel anything, just uh, move your attention up and out the head 10 or 12 times, and that'll get sensations in the head going. Okay, so this is um, a good concentration practice. You can do a body scan to get yourself to access. Now that particular one we just did was 50 minutes long. It's longer than you need to get to access. For access, we say 35 to 40 minutes. So this one uh, was longer than you need. So just sit through the beginning bell and the end bell, that's 30 minutes, and then go for another 5 or 10 minutes with your body scan, and you can get to access. Okay. Yes, it's really good. It's a, it's a good method to get to access. And 
but you don't need to do it as long as we just did it. We did it for 50 minutes, so you'll need to figure out about how slow to go through the body in about 35 to 40 minutes. So you sit, you know, in the afternoons here, we have bells every 30 minutes. So you start the body scan at the beginning of a bell, continue it to the end of the bell, and then do it for about five or more, 10 more minutes. And that should be um, 35 or 40 minutes of the body scan. But you'll guide it yourself. Uh, it helps disidentify with the body, too, this process. And you can get good insights into impermanence. Because things change, even during one body scan, let alone doing one over several days. You'll notice the impermanence in the body. Well, if it puts you to sleep, it's not particularly useful. But for a lot of people, it wakes them up. In fact, it's suggested that you do it, it's strongly suggested that you do it once a day. And to pick a sit when it's not a peak time of the day for you. And it might not put you to sleep as much if you're guiding it rather than I'm guiding it. You will be more involved. So it can wake you up and try it at a time of day uh, that's not your peak time. And, and do it once a day for the rest of this retreat. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.